Hello from the Pacific Northwest. This is Kristen from KristenWombach.com, and you're listening to Intentional Now Podcast. More people than ever are asking this question. How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? In this show, I discuss what's really on the other side of the torn veil, ascend into heaven, and how does our sonship fix the heart of creation? If you're like me, Jesus has redefined what you used to say yes to. Join me and my guests in a workshop discussion that proclaims, We're not nailed to the cross, dead in the grave, but fully alive and resurrected in him. Let's do this. <laughs> Welcome to the show, listeners. Did you notice the podcast went through a little bit of a facelift? New photo, new bio, new description. <laughs> I think it authentically reflects the heart of the podcast. You know, if we're going to ask really good questions, then we find those days that mm, today's one of those days we're going to set the bar a little higher. How do you set the bar higher? And is that something that Jesus would say to you? Changing it up is a good thing, just like rearranging your furniture. It gives you a new perspective of the same space. You know, tomorrow I celebrate my 63rd birthday. Thank you for your best wishes. Birthdays seem to naturally cause me to evaluate things. Hmm. I suspect that you, you maybe are the same. You're, you're similar to me, right? <laughs> Today's takeaways, arresting your daydreams setting the bar higher. 1 Corinthians 10 and Colossians 1. And how do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? Rearranging the furniture gives you a new perspective of the same space. Hmm. Imagine a fresh perspective over the summer. Why wait? I have the most amazing tools to share with you and the heart of our summer semester, Coaching for Life, easy, mobile, affordable. Do you desire a freshness and a close relationship with God? I know that he does. Tools you will learn to apply for everyday life. Can you imagine hammering down procrastination? How about behaviors you'd like to level out and get to the bottom of? What about those sneaky little things that need a little tightening? Anybody need a little bit of practical entrepreneurship? Real people ask real tech and social media and website questions too. And that is the best support of all. You'll find the link to Coaching for Life below. And that link will take you to my website for more information and an introduction video. What an honor it is to share moments this summer with you. Got a thought for you. Throughout this journey of life, we meet many people along the way. Each one of us has a purpose in our life and no one we meet 
is ever a coincidence. I'd like to encourage you, raise my hand and say, hey, you, I see you. Sign up today, Coaching for Life. No one is a coincidence. Let's get back to our discussion. How do you smuggle daydreams into reality? Let me say that again. That's a quote from David Mitchell. How do you smuggle daydreams into reality? Let me share with you. This morning, up at my usual time, drinking coffee. Oh, I love coffee. Do I have any coffee drinkers out there? Yes. <laughs> I'm journaling with Jesus, and my husband, Don, is getting ready to head to work. Well, I caught myself. I mean, I arrested myself while looking out the window. You know, you and I would call it a daydream. And that is exactly what I arrested. My mind, it wasn't dreaming. It was in solving mode. You know, those wheels, each with a different name, same purpose. They're named how and this way and what if and over here and do it this way. And how about this? Those wheels were pinging like a ping pong ball loosed inside of my head. Next thought. I saw myself once again in that familiar chair seated in the intersection of grace. You know, it is a spiritual place for us. And you'll find those stories introduced within episodes 56 through 59. So it's a real place that Jesus is teaching us. So if we're going to create a word picture, I'm going to set up this scenario that happened this morning. I describe it like this. I'm seated at my desk looking out the window. And so many beautiful green leaves fill the canopy of the trees around our house. Any movement of the wind, it just rustles the leaf. And deep, deep in the picture, the spring blue sky with thin pillows of cotton white clouds fight, fight to get your attention. I can honestly say... I was blindly daydreaming out the window. The noise of nature was a total blur. All those wheels of progress and problem solving totally stole my attentions. And then I caught it. I caught my daydreams. And I noticed they were singular. I was the only one in the conversation. I was the only one in the conversation. Round and round they went. I was the only one problem solving. I was the only one wrestling with the wheels of how and what and why and when. And this just took me back. I just jumped back into the intersection of grace. And I pondered, yep, there's one chair. And most of the time, oneness and union in him, I would say one chair. Yeah, okay. But singular, no, that wasn't going to fit today. I saw the intersection differently. Grace had four different flows, like a four-way intersection. God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, God Holy Spirit, and you and me, God's kids. Yes, we can all sit in the chair together, right? But I needed to invite 
all four flows of the grace intersection into my daydreams. What do you mean, Kristen? Well, if I invite every aspect of grace into the wrestling of my thoughts, how, the what, the where, the why, the problem solving, you know, those are good things. Change comes to pass because of his good intentions for us. We live and move and have our being in him. So let me share this with you. 2 Corinthians 10, we are all familiar with about casting down imaginations. And the mirror translation shares it perfectly like this. The dynamic of our strategy is revealed in God's ability to disengage mindsets. (laughs) Do you suppose that's what he was doing with me today? He was disengaging a mindset. Mindsets and perceptions that have held people captive in pseudo-fortresses for centuries. Every lofty idea and argument positioned against God's knowledge of us is totally cast down and exposed to be a mere invention of our own imagination. We arrest every thought at spear point. Anything that could possibly trigger an opposing threat to our redeemed identity and our innocence, I take that captive. The caliber of our weapon is empowered by the revelation of the ultimate consequence of the obedience of Christ. The obedience of Christ totally dwarfs the effect of any disobedience of of Adam. Just totally, totally dwarfs it. So our ears are fine-tuned to the echo of his voice, of his likeness that resonates within us. I'm going to say that again. Our ears, our ears are fine-tuned to the echo, the voice of his likeness that resonates within us. We are acquainted with the articulate detail of the authentic language of our origin, our embrace, which means we are adjusted and ready, prepared. I love what he says here, what the mere Bible says here. Two parties finding likeness in each other. (laughs) Yes, I ran smack face into that today in my daydreams. Two parties finding likeness in each other. And that's what my spirit arrested today. Two parties finding likeness in each other. I was a caught. I was so caught allowing my problem solving to be singular. Yes. If I was having a direct conversation with the Lord about change, Or I was outworking a business idea, suggestions. Yes, I'm conversing with the Lord, looking face-to-face, eye-to-eye. As you know from last week's episode, healing my dog Dash. Those are real problems that concern my thoughts. You have real problems that concern your thoughts. But the thoughts that are secret... As the side of the wind rustling the leaves, that is where I felt a solitariness, a burdenness, a weight 
in that solitary place. It felt alone. It was not purposed. It was just a pattern that I needed to break free from. His voice was clearly speaking that he wanted an invitation into my daydreams. <laughs> At this point, my heart was totally pricked, yet I was passionately excited. Woohoo! Yay! A new season has begun. Just like your birthday, marking a day where you and your loved ones celebrate. Hmm. Listen to this. This is a quote by Roy Harper. At school, I was always daydreaming and fiddling in the inkwells, but I had to learn to grow up and become articulate. And doing that was what brought me to writing songs. It's like therapy for me because it exposes what I'm really thinking. Today, God exposed what I'm really thinking, how I'm really thinking. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I went to the bathroom this morning. I washed my face, was putting my makeup on, and God was there. I mean, yes, he's always there, but no, he was there. Not just hidden inside my heart. No, it was no different than my husband and my boys if they were standing there. If I look out the window, <laughs> we look out the window. If I want to roll a collection of thoughts, we roll a collection of thoughts. His resonance is speaking with me, for me, and he's part of the conversation. <laughs> I'll share a question with you from my new podcast description. How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? <laughs> it's a great question. How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? <laughs> Today I would say, having a conversation about my resurrectedness. Yes. So I'm going to paraphrase, because you know that I absolutely love this. I'm going to paraphrase Colossians 1.20 with you. And keep in mind that I'm talking about the daydream, because it's, it's almost like a spiritual vehicle that goes round and round and round, and we look into. Today, God said, no, we're going to look into the resonating thoughts that he has for me together. So Colossians 1.20, he initiated the reconciliation of all things to himself. He initiated the reconciliation for all things concerning me. Through the blood of the cross, God restored the original harmony. He restored my original harmony. He restored your original harmony. His reign of peace now extends to every visible thing upon the earth, as well as those invisible things which are in hev the heavenly realm. His reign of peace extends to me. His reign of peace extends to you, to every concern. 
And not only that, but all the broken and dislocated pieces of the universe, people and things and animals and atoms get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies. All because of his death. They all get properly fixed and fit together in vibrant harmonies. All because of his death. All those things I want fixed. <laughs> want his touch. They were all caught in my daydreams. And because of his death, they are destined to vibrate in beautiful harmonies, fixed and fit together and reconciled. All those things that you want fixed, changed, restored. They're caught in our daydreams. Because of his death, they are destined. They are destined to vibrate in beautiful harmony, fixed fit together, reconciled. <laughs> now that is a good daydream. <laughs> wow, that is a good daydream. Yeah. So this morning, when that happened, you know, my gaze is out the window. I don't know about you, but do you ever catch yourself daydreaming and all of a sudden you, you catch yourself coming back? You, you just catch yourself. And I realized that it was a place that carried burden and it carried concern right there. But I felt so singular, so alone in that thought. And when it just hit me today, just invite God right there in my daydreams. And then all of a sudden, there we were, there were four voices in beautiful harmony and resonance, circulating the things that concern me, the circulating the things that concern you, circulating the things that concern them. <laughs> I was changed. So when I got up from my desk and when I went about the house, it's just like we got up from my desk and we went about the house and the room got crowded. That's <laughs> a beautiful thing to actually encounter and to feel him looking from my eyes. Jesus looking from my eyes, Holy Spirit looking from my eyes and me looking from their eyes. Is a beautiful thing. I'm so glad I had an opportunity to share that with you today. What's in your daydreams? How do you process your thoughts? <laughs> Great questions, right? Wonderful things. I want to thank you for subscribing to Patreon. Oh, also, ding, 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 I wanted to, to share with you, I have a brand new benefit called Drawing Heaven. It's my artwork depicti depicting, I can say that word, depicting. It depicts my encounters. And when I draw them, I'm always drawing my encounters. It helps me to marinate in them, much like mulling over a conversation. And I'm sharing those with you. 
my patrons. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay. So let me pray for you. Ask a question. Ask a question. Okay. <laughs> Give me just a minute here. A question. How did you arrest that? I caught myself. That's a great question. How did I arrest that daydream? Because I caught myself. Or maybe uh, the Lord, you know, tagged me on my shoulder, but I caught myself. I caught myself carrying it. And he doesn't want me to carry the burden or what I'm doing to problem solve. That's uh, it's. I wasn't doing something wrong. I was just doing it alone. And <laughs> that was the revelation of it, is that I was used to doing it alone. I was used to my, my thoughts, which are working something out. It's good to work something out. It's good to be creative. But when I invite them in, then I'm being creative together. So a lot of times I will ask him a question about my business or working on a project and I'll hear a creative idea and it's like, oh, thank you very much. And then I'll do the creative idea. But the difference was is having us all sit at the same table, the same desk, and putting our creative diaries, creative thoughts down to solve an issue, to add more. So when I sit at that chair at the intersection of grace, I realize grace is talking to me. All four flows are flowing through me. They're not separate. They're all flowing through me as I look at that door of trust or that corner of trust. All of them are speaking and looking from my eyes, from my life, from my journey. And it's the same for you. Grace has four flows, like four rivers that flow through you as an individual. Yes, and our harmonies. Our harmonies. Let me get back to that. He restores our original harmony. And maybe you could say that's what happened today, that I caught my daydream. And all of a sudden he said, hey, this is a way that we restore an original harmony in your thoughts. <laughs> Isn't that good? Yes. I was blessed and immediately it's go, I got to go share this with my listeners, God. <laughs> it's good. Thank you very much for spending this time with me today. I bless you. I appreciate your questions and your comments. Hey, if you would pull up the app in which that you are listening to Intentional Now podcast and write a five-star comment, oh my goodness, that would be an awesome birthday present. 
For me, thank you so much. I appreciate that you are here spending this time with me. And I ask you the question, did you listen? Did you learn something today? I did. Did you learn something today? We all want to learn. Let me get back. I want to read it again because it's new. It's fresh. So I don't have it memorized yet. Let me get to the top here. Here we go. Here we go. How do we find ourselves on the resurrected side of Jesus? And that is the Jesus that we're living in and with. We're on the other side. What's it like? And I could talk to you more about that, but we're going to save that for another day. Have an absolutely wonderful day and a great weekend, and I will talk to you next week. I look forward to hearing your comments. Okay? Bye now.